obsessed with all things ovine, there is seriously something about sheep and always something new to learn about keeping, breeding and farming them. Welcome to the Sheep Show podcast. I'm Jill Noble from Holston Valley Farm and Sheep Stud and your host. The Sheep Show podcast exists to help you no matter where you are in the world, what sheep you breed, what size your flock is. This podcast will help your sheep knowledge and your shepherding confidence grow. And it's a two-way street. I love to hear from you and find out how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Halston Valley Farm or via email jill at halstonvalleyfarm.com.au. Come along on this episode as we explore the amazing world of sheep and sheep farming together. No, je ne regrette rien. Apologies to any French listeners of the Sheep Show podcast, but this episode makes me think of that Edith Pilaf song. And uh, we're going to have a bit of an explore today of things, six things that uh, I, we don't regret uh, doing on our farm with our sheep in the sort of journey that we have been on. And uh, if you're interested that what that actually means, that little French saying actually means, no, I don't regret anything. And of course, that would be quite easy, wouldn't it, to summarize? No, I don't regret anything. Well, there's a few things we regret. Might be that for another podcast. What? What are six things that we do not regret doing? When I say we, I am bringing Gary into this too, but um, I'm really looking at it from my perspective. He might have a few other thoughts on this. But I know collectively both of us, uh, after I think about uh, 12 to 18 months after buying our farm, we had a conversation and we looked at each other and, uh, you know, we think it was pretty scary buying our farm because it's quite um, daunting because of the topography in places and like there's still places we have never visited never been to can't access and there's places I've only ever been to once and I probably only ever will be ever there once in my whole entire lifetime and that's quite quite saying something but we looked at each other and we just thought no we don't regret it we we never had as much as a second's regret about actually buying the property that we bought we I felt had made such a well thought out decision about what we wanted, what was important for us, what were some of the features or aspects we were looking for in a in a block of land and a piece of land, the size, the location, the infrastructure, the uh, feeling of the place, the look of the place, the assets of the place, if you like. And of course, Gary probably is, is much better at the bigger picture than I am. And uh, he probably could see way more than I could at that particular time. But even down to the fact that, you know, we never had to, apart from getting water to fill up the IBCs, the little sort of containers for our cabins at the moment, which is still only a short-term solution. Had to use a pump. 
we don't have to pump water even to the house. So um, we, we sometimes we do, but we don't have to. And we didn't for years. And all of our water troughs are gravity fed. Again, that's probably more Gary's sort of um, design rather than... Um, uh, and, and probably because he kind of thought about the property and, and could see it. I didn't at the time. I'm I'm from Ireland. I don't really think about those things. That's kind of very biased around Irish people, but maybe it's just me. I'm better at other things. But we do not regret buying the property that we have, buying the property that we bought. It was in a dreadful state. Um, it was very run down. And that's no uh, slight on the previous owners. They had just moved on and they, you know, their lives had changed. The person who really was running this, the person who's running this farm had died. So it was challenging for them as a family and they just had to do what they had to do. And the farm was in disrepair and, and, and all of that. So we definitely don't regret buying the property. How cool is that? How cool is that? Uh, then I suppose the next thing we don't regret is we don't regret the, the, the amount of fencing that we have done, particularly the fact that we fenced nonstop for five years. And I mean that. We fenced nonstop, day and night, for five years. We had a few fencing contractors, but when we had days and days, Gary and I, weekends where we just fenced. That's all we did. We did not do anything else. We didn't remove blackberries. We didn't really spend much time with the sheep. We only had a few sheep really at the time. We gisted out the property for the first 12 months even, and we just fenced like mad. We just fenced, fenced, fenced. Did we make some fencing mistakes? Sure. Did we learn to fence pretty quickly? Yep. Uh, particularly given, again, that we're not talking about flat country fencing. We had no tractor. The places we were fencing were incredibly difficult to get to, like we had to walk the equipment there. We, we you know, we had to drag equipment down. We had lots of great people who helped us along the way who had, like, one friend had a winch, they were able to help us winch down the 75 kilo roll of wire to attach on to the other roll of wire that we rolled down this crazy hill. You know, I remember fencing like, and I was hanging upside down on the ground fencing, and I just called it extreme fencing. You know, and we fenced in the sun and the heat, and we fenced in the rain and the sleet. We just fenced, and we don't regret it. We don't regret any single fence that we put in because it has made our lives so much easier. It is unbelievable. It is very rare that we would have an animal out. Occasionally, a lamb might get out. We don't regret the type of fencing that we have chosen to use. It's very expensive. It's uh, the really top-of-the-range uh, stock lock, I think, fencing by uh, Waratah. So quite an expensive role. We have gone with the fencing. Oh my goodness, I can't remember. I think it was 90 uh, something, 30. It's got different grades, different size, sizes are smaller at the bottom than at the top. So great for chickens and great for pigs if we have pigs in the in the future. So we definitely don't forget fencing. There you go. No regrets.
Shall I say it again? Um, is my French getting better? No, je ne regrette rien. There you go. Uh, we do not regret the breed that we chose to breed, the breed of sheep that we have. They have proven themselves perfectly for the the uh, land, the topography, the environment, and the time that we have. Now, did we try other animals? Yes. Not that there were a regret, but we don't have those animals anymore. We, I think I've mentioned to you before, we tried boar goats and they were great for lots and lots and lots of things. And we might go back to them in the future, but we don't have them at the moment. But our Wilshire horn breed in the environment that we're in, for what we're trying to do in terms of a, a product to market direct and the way we sell, it has been amazing. Yeah, it's been amazing. Uh, and listen, they, I just can't rate them in the, in the environment highly enough for uh, meat quality, for hardiness, for their um, longevity, their durability. Are they perfect? Absolutely not. Do they have shortcomings? Yes, all sheep do. And we'll talk about that. We're going to do a, a, a breed focus on Wilshire horns and we'll talk about the warts and all of Wilshire horns if you don't know what they are already. But they have been brilliant for us and we definitely don't regret a minute. And I love them to bits. I love the way they look. I love the fact that they have got built-in protection devices, like their little cute stomping that they do with their feet, like their horns. They're all assets. Yeah, they're all assets to me. And um, I mean, they're, I would describe them as an easy care, but not a no-care sheep. In fact, I don't think a no-care sheep exists. If you don't care for your sheep, your sheep will die. It's as simple as that. It's pretty harsh, isn't it? And I have seen that. I have seen that both in terms of my lessons that I've learned myself, but lessons that people that I know who are breeding Wilshire horns and other sheep are learning right now. Their sheep are dying because they are treating them like a no-care sheep. Soapbox. I apologize. We do not regret being different. Value adding our commodity. Uh, value adding our product. I suppose we're not even thinking of our product like a commodity or selling it in that way. Definitely something that we don't regret. We don't regret um, being able to think about our animals differently, selling our animals differently, being able to um, farm our animals differently. We don't regret, for example, being different in regenerative agriculture. Not that that's very different, to be honest. I mean, most people are doing it now. But perhaps 10 years ago, it was really different. In our local area, people thought we were mad. Our neighbors, this, these are just some of the quotes that our neighbors had for us. Um, uh, you will fail. Sheep don't work in Gippsland. This is dairy country, quote, unquote, from one particular neighbor. Only crossbred sheep work in Gippsland, hence the Hybrid Vigor podcast that I did a while ago. You must be the only people in Gippsland that have sheep who survive or that breed sheep. 
These are all quotes pulled from our neighbors within a, you know, I don't know, five kilometer, 10 kilometer radius. Uh, you can't have rams on your property. Rams are dangerous. We tried rams before they kill people. Uh, you will be constantly drenching your sheep. You'll be drenching every month. You will have to invest in a system to be able to pair feet every week, every month. These are things that we don't do. These are quotes that people gave us that have not applied to how we have farmed and the fact that we do things different. We do not regret doing things different at all. Value adding our property, doing everything different. So just to summarize, number one, don't regret buying the farm that we've got. Number two, don't regret fencing like crazy nonstop. Number three, don't regret the breed of sheep that we chose. Number four, um, don't regret being different. Number five, we don't regret becoming a stud. Is it more challenging? Is it more expensive? Does it have more admin? Does it have more cost? Does it have more responsibilities? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Every single day of the week it does. But the benefits seriously overwhelm all of those things. Going stud for us, when we did it, we didn't do first because we actually couldn't find stud animals to start with. That's how challenging it was at the time. Still, it's very difficult to find stud animals. Well, uh, you know, if you're going to set up a, a reasonably sized flock, like if you want to buy, even just actually funny enough, yesterday I had a phone call from another stud breeder who wanted to buy a stud ram and stud ewes. And I messaged a few other breeders and I said, What's going on? And they all said, Tell him he's dreaming. You know, this time of the year in Australia, there is no way on earth that you would be able to start a Wilshire horn stud. It's just impossible. You're not going to be able to get the animals and you're not going to be able to get a ram. Because, you know, all the rams that are available, that are stud rams, are in use. Yeah, they're in use or they're not stud rams. They're downgraded to flock rams or commercial rams. So <laughs> going stud was a fabulous decision for us from a financial point of view. If you haven't subscribed to the Sheep Show podcast and you want to know what those financials look like, hit that subscribe tab. Subscribe for the premium content. All is X-rated slash revealed in a very intimate Founded, exposed podcast episode about what you can generate from a stud sheep business. So anyway, enough plugging, Jill. Enough soapboxes, enough plugging for one episode. <laughs> Going stud was a brilliant decision for us. We definitely don't regret it. And are we improving? Are we learning? Uh, are we making um, changes? Absolutely. And you know what? That's the way I like it. That is the way I like it. So it's good. Keeps me on my toes. And then the last thing that we don't regret doing on our farm is marketing hard. Because we're different, because we have a stud, because we've got the breed we have, because we've invested 
in our fencing and in our farm, we have to market hard. It makes sense. We've got to create our own market. We've got to do that consistently. And we've got to do that before we have the animals ready. Okay, I'll say that again. We've got to market in advance. We know, or I know anyway, that this cycle, this marketing cycle is three years. So if I want to be able to sell rams, I've got to be marketing to people now who will buy those rams in three years' time. Yeah? Might we sell a few along the way? Sure. But we are creating our own market because with the breed we have, with the location we're in, with the farm we have, with the costs we have, with the um, way we do things, which is a little bit differently that we don't regret, we have got to market hard. Market early, market hard, build a brand. And that's really what we are doing. We're building a brand and we're doing things very, very, everything. I feel everything that we do is different. You know, even if I compare myself to other Wilshire Horn breeders in, you know, a, um, an hour radius from me, we add value to the, the sale. So I will follow up with my customers. I will stay in touch with my customers. I will yeah, um, offer them services for free, vaccination, drenching, advice, coaching, mentoring, sales support, uh, um, healthcare support, all those sorts of things, contacts, connections, everything, yeah, because we do things differently. That's the way we do business. We do it differently. And I think when you pull all these things together, all these six things together that we don't regret, you can see some themes. I can see some themes. We bought a farm in a non-traditional sheep area that our neighbors thought we were mad. We actually bought a dairy farm. We wasn't hadn't been a dairy farm for a while, but it has the bones of a dairy farm. We... Uh, fenced a lot and had to redo every single fence. Every single fence on our property, we have had to either do from scratch or redo. There is not a single fence in this from this property that we have not touched that is functioning functioning as a fence. Yeah, there's some we have decommissioned, but literally, that is sort of the fencing saga. Are we still fencing? Absolutely. We still do so, so much fencing. Are we fencing like 30 hours a week like we used to? No, but we still can and we still will in the future fence, serious fencing. And I know that's quite different. Again, I know it's quite costly and I know it's a big import and it's a big investment, but it's something we definitely don't regret and it makes our life so much easier. It's doubled our carrying capacity on our farm. It's increased the health of our animals tenfold. And the growth rate has probably tripled. And that is the benefit of fencing. Again, why would you regret that? Why would you regret every single strand of fencing when that is the results that you get from fencing? I'm sorry, soapboxing again. So hopefully you can see how all these things combine, all these things come together to really show why we don't regret these things, what really thinking about what you're aiming to achieve and having some clear goals and objectives really mean and when you have a big picture in mind how that can really help and really what it helps is 
that when you have that clarity of what you're trying to achieve, there is a definite no, je ne regret rien. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sheep Show podcast. Would you like some more hands-on farming experience? Here at Holston Valley Farm, we run personal on-farm practical education where you learn to farm with us. Interested? Get in touch via the Contact Us page at www.holstonvalleyfarm.com and let's explore how we can help you achieve more with your sheep. How's your sheep journey going? Contact me via Instagram at Holston Valley Farm or via email jill at holstonvalleyfarm.com.au. And until next time, sheep well.